Hey everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of Fat Guy Loves Cake. It is December 23rd, 2022, two days until Christmas. Did you miss me? I'm sorry I haven't been up on my shows as usual, but it's been you know a little hectic around here and work and, and right now it's freezing fucking cold, so I barely got around to doing this one. I just could not bring myself to get out of bed. It is 25 fucking degrees, okay? If you're from the South, if you're from Texas, you know. This is highly unusual. I mean, maybe one or two days it'll get like 30-ish, but it's 25, and that's during the day, okay? And I'm looking around the other states, and it's freaking two in St. Louis. Two. Fucking two. Ice freezes at 19. So... Everybody, please be safe. You know, I'm, I turn on the news, and of course, like the big thing is all the flights are canceled. Yeah, well, no shit. Okay. But yet, that's not stopping thousands and thousands of people from going to the airport and still trying to get on airplanes. I do not understand human beings. Thousands of people are voluntarily trying to get on a giant metal tube that goes up into the air, miles up into the air. During a snowstorm, during a time when the runways are covered in ice, <laughs> and no one's like, this is a bad idea. We could see our relatives next week. No, they're like, I'll brave the elements. I don't get it. I don't get a fucking plane when there is clear weather for the next month. And yet people are like, I can't believe they're canceling my flight. Put me on this dangerous plane. Put me up there and risk my fucking life. I'm so angry. I'm so angry that you would take safety precautions and cancel my flight like that. I've got places to be. My grandchildren need to see me. I've got Nintendo games for them. You know, if people put as much time into seeing their family, their relatives their loved ones, the rest of the year as they did at Christmas. Maybe we would all feel a little more loved. It's a shame that you... <laughs> that's why Christmas never works. That's why people never get along. That's why it's always a shit show, like Christmas Vacation, because it's forced, it's rushed, it's high expectations. You expect everyone to be loving and caring and get along. No, when you take 30 people who don't see each other for 364 days a year... And you stuff them into a room waiting for a dinner that, for some reason, falls right between lunch and dinner. You expect everything to go perfectly well. It's not going to. They might as well be 30 fucking strangers. You don't live with them. You may know them. You may claim to love them because you're related to them. But you don't know anything about them and their bad habits. Maybe you haven't even seen them in years. I always found that after Christmas when we had our big family dinners, which consisted of me my father, my sister, my mother, my grandfather, 
my aunt, my uncle, lots of cousins. I always found, in my mind, when we were leaving, I thought to myself, that's why we only come here once a year. Because it's fucking horrible. It's almost like you, like some sort of checklist. Like, I don't know if it's to God or your morality, but, you know, like, okay, I did it. Like, I don't have to feel guilty anymore. It's like going to confession at a Catholic church, you know? Like, I did a bunch of bad shit, so let me go and say sorry for it. Well, you go and you see your relatives on Christmas, and it's like, okay, I'm not a piece of shit relative now. <laughs> no one can claim that I didn't do what I was bound by blood to do on the holidays. That's probably it, too. If you were like, well, they're not going to come this Christmas. We're just going to spend it alone. Then the family's going to go, oh, well, I guess Mr. Joey thinks he's too fucking good to come have Christmas dinner with us. God forbid he takes busy time out of his schedule to come see his relatives who slaved away all day making this turkey and this cranberry and whatever the fuck. I'm so glad <laughs> after I became an adult, I never was obligated to do any of that shit again and have not and will not. I think it's really, really adorable and sweet that Clark Griswold believes in the Christmas family vacation. But in reality, your cousin is emptying his shitter into the gutter. There's a cat in a jello mold. And <laughs> And the boss is going to screw you out of the bonus, and you're going to go on a profanity-laden rant about how everybody can stick things in their Christmas ass. Well, it only took me six minutes to talk about putting something in someone's ass. Merry Christmas. So, I have a new video up on the YouTube channel. If you guys haven't checked out the Fat Guy Loves Cake YouTube channel yet, please do. It's called How to Photoshop a Penis into Your Friend's Hand, and it is an actual tutorial on how to use Photoshop, because I'm very good at Photoshop. So if you ever want to put a penis in your friend's hand or in their mouth or et cetera, I'm going to probably do some more you know, tutorials to let you guys know. Photoshop is a blast once you get good at it. It's not hard. You just have to have someone teach you how to do it. But if you try and learn on your own, man, it's complicated as fuck. But I'm loving the YouTube videos, and I'm, I'm going to put so many more. I've got just tons of ideas. Right now, there are actually a lot of videos up there. Like during the pandemic, I did all these like faux uh, product reviews from Amazon. One of them, I'm even taking a shower if that gets you hot and bothered. So you can check that out. It's Fat Guy Loves Cake YouTube channel. Got plenty of stickers still available if anybody wants them. Uh, if you email me before Christmas, I'll send them to you for free. Pussy Slayer and uh, I Heart Butt Stuff. Oh, and before we end the show, let me just go ahead and tell you that I am doing a special, special edition of Fat Guy Loves Cake on Christmas Day. I am going to read Die Hard as a poem that I wrote. So if you are into Die Hard, the ultimate Christmas movie, then I suggest you come and check it out because it will be awesome. I wrote it myself. Kind of a makeup episode for leaving you guys hanging this week. So that'll be on Sunday. So check whoever you get your podcast from. Hi, this is Brittany Griner, and you're listening to Joey Valentine on Fat Guy Loves Cake. My favorite podcast when I'm munching my wife's rug. <laughs> okay, so I spent the whole day yesterday and a little bit of the day before compiling what I thought were some very interesting Christmas facts. Some facts about Christmas or related to Christmas that I wanted to tell you guys because it's Christmas. Gotta do a Christmas show, right? Me, personally, I hate Christmas. I can't wait to see it gone. And, you know, for the two weeks before Christmas, everyone turns into animals. And there's this vibe in the air, and it's just very tense. And the day after, it's it's all gone, like it never existed. And I just, 
I can't wait for that. So that's Monday. Monday we'll be all back to being uh, the horrible human beings we are normally. But here is a list of 30-something facts about Christmas that I put together that I hope you will find interesting and to store in your little databanks. Mistletoe, which means dung on a twig in the Anglo-Saxon, according to the National Wildlife Federation, uh, is spread through bird droppings. Now think about that the next time that you kiss someone. Mistletoe is spread through bird poopy. And uh, to answer a question that you may or may not be thinking, is it poisonous? Yes. Now, it's long been thought that mistletoe is like wicked poisonous. You eat some and that's it, lights out. But no, it's actually in small amounts, you'll eat it and you're just going to get really bad shits. You're going to squirt out of both ends. So uh, don't eat the mistletoe. Don't prank someone else into eating mistletoe. It's not funny and it's going to make your tummy hurt real bad. Now, as far as Santa and him flying around the world and giving gifts to everyone, Pop Science estimates Santa Claus would have to travel an average speed of 5.083 million miles per hour based on a 24-hour cycle to hit each household on Christmas Eve. It bases this on 2.67 children per household with 75 million households worldwide. The speed of light is 671 million miles per hour, so... If we can get there, then, you know, maybe Santa can pull it off. You may or may not know that Denny's has a motto. Maybe it's one that they kind of keep to themselves, but they are always open. Like, they literally never close any day of the year. I mean, everybody knows that. But in 1988, Denny's decided that they were going to give their employees a day off. The only problem was that out of the 1,221 Denny's in America, 700 of them had no locks on the doors per the always open policy, like as if to prove to people like, hey, there's no locks on the doors. We can't close. So Denny's had to hire a shitload of locksmiths. I can't even imagine how much money this must have cost to come in and fucking install locks on 700 Denny's locations across America so that the employees could have the day off. Crazy. A survey found that three-quarters of Americans didn't like their holiday gifts, with one-third choosing to re-gift, 27% donating to charity, and 14% cutting their losses and selling while the item still had value. <laughs> that is a super high number. Three-quarters of people didn't like their gifts. The American Research Group estimates the average American will spend $983 on holiday gifts. Applying the previous thing I just said, finding that 75% of people hate their holiday gifts, that means around $737.25 will be wasted on unwanted gifts. This is why I don't buy anybody anything. I'd like to have a kind of relationship with someone where like, I give them something and they give it back to me the next year, and then like so on and so on for like ever. Data analysts analyzed more than 10,000 Facebook status updates and found that approximately two weeks before Christmas is the most likely time that a man or woman will dump their significant other. That said, if you can make it until December 25th, you're probably okay. It is the least likely day you will get dumped. <laughs> On Christmas Day, run up to your girlfriend and be like, you do love me. And she's like, what the fuck? You're nuts. The U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission estimates that there are approximately 15,000 decoration-related emergency room visits each holiday season. It doesn't really go into specifics, but that 
I'm sure that's no more than any other time that people go to ER for hurting themselves doing dumb shit like gardening or trying to change the uh, electrical wires in their own backyard. Associated British Foods did a study that found the average American consumes 7,000 calories on Christmas Day, over three times the U.S. Department of Agriculture's recommended daily intake. Most of the damage comes from two large meals and nibbling throughout the day. Well, I got news for you, Associated British Foods. I intake 7,000 calories every day. The financial experts at Forbes calculated Santa Claus's net worth and concluded he would have to be worth around infinity (laughs) to pull off everything he does. That makes him the richest person in the world, fictional or otherwise. According to the Chicago Tribune, film funny man Jim Carrey was so uncomfortable in his Grinch costume for 2000's live-action adaptation of the Dr. Seuss classic, he likened it to being buried alive and he hired a Navy SEAL to train him in torture resistance so that he could endure wearing it. That's crazy. Santa Claus has inspired more horror films than famous screen boogeyman Jason Voorhees at 12, Freddy Krueger at 9, and Michael Myers at 9. There are 18 movies about Santa being a murderer. And these don't even count the recent ones like All Through the House, Secret Santa, or anything Krampus-related. There are 18 movies about Santa being an axe murderer. I did not know that. I couldn't name one. Silent Night, Deadly Night, I think that's one. Here's one that's going to really fucking blow your mind. I knew about this, and I'm glad that I ran into it again, searching for all these crazy things. Each year, since the 1970s, millions of Japanese families have celebrated Christmas Day with a party barrel from Kentucky Fried Chicken. Okay, this is a tradition that's been going on for 50 fucking years in Japan. No bullshit. They have to order their bucket of chicken in Japan. They have to order it like six months in advance because it's that popular. It's become this thing with Japanese people. There's like. Literally no explanation for it at all. I've looked and I've looked. It just started. KFC went with it and ran with it. So you got to go to KFC in Japan and be like, we would like to order our Christmas bucket of chicken. Because if you don't, if you don't do it in time, you don't get your bucket of chicken. If you're tired of the same old boring Christmas games, break out the Victorian era classic Snapdragon. Here's how it works. You soak a bowl full of raisins in brandy. Set it on fire, then take turns pulling out handfuls and swallowing them whole. Yes, that's right. Adults and children alike would set these fucking raisins on fire with booze and then put their hands into the fire to scoop them out. It's, I don't know, I guess it's like a game of jacks, except with booze and flame. God bless the electricity and the internet. Did I mention this was a popular game? Well, this is going to really fuck you up. This was an even more popular game amongst upper-class people and whatnot for all the way from the medieval times to the 19th century, and it's called Hot Cockles. Now, I did my homework on Hot Cockles, and I just want to warn you that if you go and you Google Hot Cockles, you're going to get a lot of things that you're not looking for. (laughs) Fair warning. Some really disturbing shit that I... You know, you think you've seen it all, then you Google hot cockles, which also led me down a rabbit hole to find a really great article about uh, the 20 most popular medieval games, and it was awesome. So that is definitely going to be my next show. 
Hot Cockles is one of them. But man, talk about some really fucked up, violent shit in the medieval times that people did for entertainment. But Hot Cockles, here's how you play it. At a party of people, you have to have more than one people. You have to have lots of people. You lay your head down in someone's lap, and uh, someone beats you from behind. They slap your ass. They punch you in the back, whatever, and you have to guess who's doing it. Yes, that's right. That's the game. Someone is beating your ass. You can't see them. You take it until you figure out who it is, and when you finally guess who it is, they become the one that gets beaten. That's hot cockles. Catch the fever today. (laughs) All right, guys, I'm going to go ahead and wrap that up because I do actually have a long shift ahead of me. I hope everyone has a wonderful, wonderful Christmas or holiday or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa. I hope everyone gets to see their families. And, you know, I just I wish you all the best, really. Thank you for tuning in to me. Thank you for letting me bend your ear for a little bit. And uh, don't forget to check out the Die Hard episode on Sunday, Christmas Day. In the meantime, hug your children, kiss your kitty cats, and please be nice. I will see you guys very soon. Especially Hitler. Last Christmas, I gave you my-